England are through to the last four. France v Belgium is what's in store. And if it goes to penalties, Croatia know the score. All that and more coming up on this episode of Kiss Squad Goals. This is Squad Goals from Kiss FM UK. It's coming Home. It's Kiss Squad Goals from Kiss FM UK. This is how we do football. Thank you for listening to the show today. Make sure you subscribe and rate us if you are enjoying the podcast. My name's Sammy James. Ricky from Kiss Breakfast is here. I'm so excited. It's an amazing time to be alive. Uh, and Jojo is here back after the weekend as well. What's going on? It's coming home. It's yes. definitely coming home. The three words that are on everyone's <laughs> lips this weekend. Everyone well, is fed up, but still saying it. Because <laughs> it is. And we might be saying it till next Sunday. Can oh, you believe man. it? England into the semi-final of a World Cup. We'll be looking back at England's comfortable win over Sweden and all of the other quarterfinals as well. Got a spot the blank game and then we'll be looking ahead to those semi-finals where England will be taking part in one of those for the first time since 1990s before I was even born wow ridiculous (laughs) so guys Saturday afternoon the whole country actually stopped no one was doing anything apart from doing whatever was possible uh, to watch England beat Sweden by two goals to nil Jojo it was just bloody comfortable wasn't it (laughs) it was so nice just to relax like the the first the first half of the first half was a bit tense yep we didn't know how it was going to go, but after that first goal, I think yep. everyone yep. just relaxed. And yep. it was just so nice. Everyone could enjoy it. And I was out here in London and obviously Pride had been going on as well. So there was just so many people. It was just yeah. such a good atmosphere. It was brilliant. It was just weird for me watching uh, an England game in a tournament where I wasn't absolutely cacking myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, thinking we're going to go out on penalties or there's going to be a decision that's going to go against us or someone's going to get sent off or it just wasn't like that, it was, was it? It was so comfortable. It was nice. It was I think weird. after the last game because it was so tense, I mean, that, that was a great yeah. win, wasn't it? Because great we, win. we just about like yeah, yeah. made it. That's what I'm used but, to with England, like the yeah. Columbia game. That's what I'm used yeah. to, like getting through by the skin of our teeth to the next round or getting knocked out. <laughs> I'm not used to this. It reminded me a bit, can you remember back in 2002 we beat Denmark 3 Yes. I remember yes. that was like quite comfortable and a nice way to watch football. Yes. Um, it felt a little bit like that, but yeah. I've, I couldn't believe it. That second half, when we were just knocking it about, I was like, we're going to win this. Yeah. It was light work. Light work, Sammy. Light work <laughs> of the Swedish. Well, where did you watch it, Ricks? So I had everyone around at my house, barbecue, uh, obviously had like a gazebo up and stuff. Excellent. Big TV brought down from downstairs, like kind of like, you know, food everywhere. You got the TV outside? Got the TV. Oh, that's excellent did, work. Did, did the whole shebangs. That had the gazebo so there was no like glare on the on the TV screen. It was nice, man. It was nice. I watched it up in uh, Chester, up in the northwest. Nice, nice. And you might just think that foot, they think football's coming home down south. No, no, no. <laughs> They definitely think football's coming home up north as well. It was absolute mad scenes. Uh, what were the scenes like when you were in London? I was in London. I was right in, in the centre of town. Like It was it was madness. I mean, it's, it was... it's the videos that I've been seeing on Instagram and on Twitter and stuff that just... They're just feeding my soul. There was one guy, uh, like it was just like above, like a melee of people. There was police there and everything, and he's on the top of a traffic lights, like, oh, and, that, just... and then he jumps out and then he falls through. <laughs> like, yeah. <the> bus stops. <laughs> I mean, the country's 
just going mad. <laughs> Ross Kemp was back at it as well. Have you seen his video? No, I haven't seen that he one. was like, Pickford, you beauty. <laughs> <laughs> what a game though, Pickford had. Yeah. What a game. He's that turning into great. a superstar. Yeah. He is, man. It might be his work. Him and Maguire have really, really shocked me. Not shocked People me, but surprised me. People were doubting him as well. Me. I think yeah. it was in the Belgium game where he made a couple of errors, slip ups. Yeah. yeah. It didn't really cost yeah. us, but still, yeah. I, I think it's, it was. That I, people had nothing to talk about, and now yeah. you can see like, how well. I agree. Doing. I think the the problem with that was, I think before the World Cup started, nobody really knew who the number one was going to be. So yeah. it was almost like it, the first mistake that he made oh, should should be Butland in goal. Do you know what I mean? Straight away. Yeah. But I think he's proved himself now. Hundred percent. And I love the commentary for Maguire's goal when uh, he said, "If one Harry doesn't get you, the really? other yeah. one will." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, absolutely brilliant." But huge header and set pieces. I mean, other teams must be terrified now if we get a corner, a free kick. Yeah. I mean, every time we got a corner on Saturday, I was we going, like, "Here we go, no, here yeah. we go." It's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I used to feel like when I was young, like you know, teenage years or whatever, I didn't really respect like set piece goals. But in tournament football, they're so important, yeah. and we're so good at them. So bring it on like long may and we're continue. good at winning them as well yeah with really the good. team we've got we can get the fouls yeah I agree oh, it's just absolute madness and I just love that everyone in the whole country was desperate to watch the game some of these videos where people are at weddings watching underneath <laughs> the table <laughs> there was one place I saw where the church service for a wedding was going on and obviously you couldn't interrupt a church service to watch the football yeah, I mean yeah. I would have but <laughs> what they were doing is on the hymn board where they would write like the hymn numbers normally of what yeah. hymns coming up next uh, they just had a live score update so they had like an English flag a Swedish flag and like when it went 1-0 someone came along grabbed a number one Brilliant. put it up when it was number two put up a number two just Brilliant. like no matter what you were doing like people were in planes and pilots were giving announcements it was just brilliant. I mean you look online like I was looking on my social feeds and it's just everyone's story was of the game yeah. where they're watching yeah. it too it's yeah. just yeah. so nice yeah. that everyone's getting into it if I was at a wedding I definitely would have been listening on the radio like definitely on yeah. my phone like a million percent just like uh, a little little yeah. sneaky like yeah. little sneaky headphone in my uh, right or left ear just one just I mean one. I think even if I was getting married I would have, <laughs> would have delayed the ceremony I'd just be like look can we just start everything at five o'clock and five thirty if it's extra honestly, time. Honestly, if that was my wedding, I think that would have to happen. It was quite funny flicking through Instagram stories on Sunday morning, trying to count how many Instagram stories you could get through before it was just a mad group of people somewhere singing "It's Coming Home." There'd be maybe like one out of ten wasn't doing That's something what I was related saying. to Everyone that. Everyone was posting. It was yeah. it was so good to see. Like, what a time to be an England supporter. I mean. So good. Just before this tournament, no one gave England a chance. And we're all, we were all so saying, good. oh, if we get out of the groups, it'll be, a, it'll be a good tournament and maybe we can build on it. And we all said quarterfinals at the most. I think we all looked at our draw, realised we were playing Group H, who didn't have any superstar teams yep. in it. And we thought, yeah. okay, well, quarterfinals is achievable. But we all realised that, well, we all kind of thought it was going to be a Brazil or Germany, didn't we, when, he, when we got to the quarterfinals. True. So the fact it was a Sweden. But the fact that this England team, this young England team is in the semi-finals Semis. of a tournament. I mean, yeah. so many people are kind of getting back into football or young kids probably starting to watch football yep. for the first time. And from a serious point, that's why it's so amazing what's been achieved. So amazing, so important. And it's just going to set everybody up for another 20 years of heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get sucked in. <laughs> it's a mugs game. It's a mugs game. Um, Ali, big game player as well. Yeah. Lovely goal from him. And, and about time he got a goal as well. I mean, I'm really happy for him, man. Yeah. Because I was starting to think, do you know what? Maybe he's just not going get, to get, like, get come into form. Maybe he's not just, it's just not going to be his World Cup. 
and he comes up with that goal. So fair play to Gareth Southgate for putting him in again. Um, and he came up trumps, man. Yeah, like, great I think header. he deserved it. Yeah, he did. I actually think Sterling also played really oh. well. He didn't get the goal. St- apart from but... just like finishing, there was a couple of times when he could have he could have scored. Apart from that, he was brilliant. He I'm was honestly, I've, brilliant. I've told all of my mates this just in case it does happen. But I think he's gonna get. He deserves like the winner in the World Cup yeah, final yeah, because yeah. he has played so well. He's he just so. hasn't scored. I yeah. think people that kind of like there's quite a lot of people that booed Sterling when he got substituted. Well, no, kind of cheered Sterling when he got right. substituted because they don't see what he adds to the team. But yeah, I think they're, that's they're not real football fans. I don't. Think. I think there's a naive people... understanding of football. Exactly he's, that. Exactly he has that. a role where he literally his pace is there to terrify teams he sometimes goes deep to allow others to play it's actually quite a selfless role he has to play in that team in order to make everyone else tick and everyone forgets about Emil Heskey yeah. Emil Heskey was in our Legend. team for a long time. But Sterling will be really happy to compare <laughs> yeah. to him. <laughs> Comparison. <laughs> no, but Emil Heskey used to play and just he was a striker but who would never score, but yeah, Michael Owen needed him there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it, it's not it's not completely comparable, but at the same time, he like you said, he's in the he's in the team to do a certain role and he does it really, really well and allows other people to do to do amazing things as well. So we need him in the team. I think the good thing for Sterling, yes, there are plenty of people being negative uh, about him around the country, but I think that the important, the people that watch football week in, week out, all unanimously agree that he is vital to our team. And and obviously Southgate's going to think the same way. So his place is secured. And as long as he's getting praise from within and not taking too much notice of people in pubs and why would he? Uh, So he'll he'll still have that confidence. Eden Hazard the other day. He didn't need to score, but he was terrorising. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely terrorising. And I definitely think that a goal is going to come up for him. I really hope so. World Cup behind him. Um, uh, just, Just before we... Uh, go on to creation my favourite stat Harry Maguire has scored more World Cup knockout goals than Ronaldo and Messi (laughs) (laughs) come on come on Maguire come on H Uh, so we're going to be playing Croatia who just beat Russia now they've gone through two penalty shootouts to get to the semi-final I mean a win's a win but should we be worried about Croatia yes (sighs) yeah I, I, I still think Croatia are a quality team I know they've like you know, they've scraped through the last couple of games. But against England, I think they'll... they'll That's the worry, because they can get... back into gear. They can get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Modric, Rakitic, oh, come on. They're, they're, a, they're a top side. They, they wouldn't be in, in, the, in the semis if they weren't. Do you think fatigue might be a bit of an issue, though? Because that's a lot of football for them to have played. I yeah, mean, that's true. England also had an extra time in penalties. but And it's also it's, it's, it's a fairly old Croatia team as well. I mean, it, for a lot of those guys, it's kind of last chance saloon, really, oh, isn't liberty, it? Liberty, yeah. Sammy, send them past it. Ah, it's back out. What is that? They are past it. We're going to beat them. We're going to smash them. <laughs> they have got qual- they've got quality players. Yeah, very, it's it's the first team where you look at them and you think, OK... You're you're worried. Yeah. You're genuinely worried. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. It's gonna that is gonna be a nail biting affair, like a real nail biting affair. I loved uh, this story. Mario Mandzukic bought uh, three and a half thousand pounds worth of beer uh, oh, for yeah, people for in his home. hometown. <laughs> so they could watch the game, yeah, against Quality. Russia. Quality. But I mean Russia pushed them all the way. Amazing opening goal by Cheryshev. Yeah. Uh, Croatia managed to get themselves back in front. Mario Fernandez, what a header. Yep, yep. Unbelievable. I thought, though, when it had gone to penalties, I thought this is absolutely Russia's to I d- win. I did as well. I really did. 
I, I, I worried as well because I was thinking if Russia get through, it's just that host nation yeah. vibe as well because yeah. they kind of can, they just keep kept pushing through and pushing through even though the odds looked like they were stacked against them. Would you but, have rather faced Croatia then? When it got it to penalties, really I was so torn. I was like, mm. I actually don't yeah. know who I would prefer to go through to face us in the next round. I, I just couldn't call it at the time. I was like, because like Joe was saying, like if Russia go through the momentum and the host nation syndrome thing, that whole kind of momentum would just snowball and it'd be really hard to kind of like bring out a performance yeah. against them. But... Croatia are a much better team technically and, you know, they've got some great players. That's what I think. I think Russia, they, they've they kind of, they've put all of their effort into it. I think that we saw all of them. I think Croatia, they're, they're getting through, but they haven't reached their yeah. peak. They've got another so gear, that, I reckon. I yeah. really do. And Modric also hasn't really played that that well no and he's the it's what Croatia turns up for me if it's the Croatia that turned up via Argentina I think we're in a lot a lot of trouble if it's the Croatia that turned up especially against Denmark which I thought was pretty poor then I think we have a real chance but I think if England can play their football there's definitely no reason uh, why we can't go on and get a win yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I think if we play to the best of our ability and they play to the best of their ability, it's anyone's game. Yeah, I don't think England will be scared. No, I don't think they'll be scared, be scared of no. Croatia, but it will be, be a much more equal game. I will be scared. <laughs> I will yeah. be. I'll be bricking You're it. You're going to be nervous, <laughs> nervous, but not. They're not going to fear them. <laughs> I just can't believe what we're talking about. It's, it's madness, insane. isn't it? You, I keep looking at the the semi finals, yeah. and yeah. you just you expect more teams to be in the mix, kind. But you just see these four names and. England's one of them. Yep. It's just, it's, it's <laughs> not normal. We're talking about how rubbish England are and what's going to happen for the next 10 years and grow up, we need to go back to grassroots and all that stuff. And now we're talking about like this young yeah. team that could go on for the next like three, four, six years. What, the, what are the papers going to talk about? Exactly. Like we won't need a winter break. We need to, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Germany should look at the English system. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Spain more needs, football. Spain needs to come have a visit to St. George's Park and see how we do things over here. I would so love true. that. Utter madness. Go right. Southgate as well. In a second, spot the blank and we'll be looking back at Belgium's victory over Brazil and France's fairly comfortable win against Uruguay. Squad goals from Kiss FM UK. Kiss squad goals and, well, it's a buoyant mood here in the studio because it's coming home. It's coming home! I'm here with Ricks, I'm here with Jojo and it's time for Spot the Blank. Yes! (laughs) Need to get a catchy jingle in there, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so Spot the Blank, I'm talking about one particular player who is still in the World Cup. Uh, I give Ricky and Joe lots of different clues. Come on, Jojo. Obviously, it gets easier and easier as the clues come out and they've got to guess which player is the blank. Okay. okay. Yep. So we're starting off. This player is still in the World Cup. So, number one. Blank plays for an English club. Harry Kane. No. Pogba. No. I'm always worried that you're going to get it on that first one. <laughs> like, like, ruin my game. Blank has over 60 international caps. So he's played a lot. Uh, I'm going to say... Eden Hazard. No. <sighs> Lukaku. No. Okay. Blank has won the Premier League and has won La Liga. What? (laughs) (laughs) Won the Prem and Um, La Liga. And he's still in the World Cup. Here's a random one. Blank used to play volleyball when he was younger. Very random. That's a really odd stat. Oh, okay. So who's still in? Oh, Modric. No. No, no, no. He hasn't won the league. Um, 
Yeah, don't be silly. Spurs haven't won the league. <laughs> they won the league. Okay. This should get you. Blank had a little dig at Jordan Pickford earlier in the tournament. Courtois. That's it. Oh, come on. Just, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> I love football, but I hate this game. So did you win it with Atletico Madrid? Yeah. Right. Okay. So won it with Atletico right. and won it with uh, won it with Chelsea, Chelsea as well. So yeah, Thibaut Courtois, Courtois. At Chelsea, Atletico Madrid, and over sixty caps for Belgium, which I think is quite mad yeah. because I still think he's quite a young man. Yeah, but yeah. had a good game last game as well. Yeah. Easy as a goalie, though, to get the catch. And he comes from a family of volleyball players. Really? Yeah, yeah unknown stat. <laughs> Interesting that little dig he had at Jordan Pickford. What did he say exactly? Well, he said, I think he was having a bit of a dig at Jordan Pickford's height. Right. And he said that he would have saved the goal that Pickford right. conceded against the Yanazai. The wrong arm yeah. type thing. Because well, that is one arm. criticism of Jordan Pickford, is that people say he's too small. Right, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he saves penalties and... Uh, point blank headers for fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> but with regards to that Yanazai goal, I saw uh, something uh, with Petr Cech a little while ago, and he says in the same situation, this was before the World Cup, that if it, if the ball's going into the top right corner, he goes with that arm as well because he says that it's just easier to go for, even mm. though it, it feels like you got, you've got more stretch on the other arm. This arm can get to the ball quicker, so I think maybe that's why. Maybe it's a goalie thing, a bit like. Zonal marking and man marking. It's just yeah. it just depends on the the goalie, I guess. Goalkeepers have a kind of a different code, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, right. So let's have a look back at the other quarterfinals that we didn't touch upon. Let's start off with Brazil, beaten by Belgium. What a game! I what a game. game! I got oh. this, I got this so wrong. I got this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so our prediction. Wrong. Yeah, I got mean, it wrong as well. I'm Not in, great. I've been back in Brazil since the beginning. Incredible performance though by Belgium. Brilliant. The opening goal. I quite liked it because it was the trio of Man City players. It was company who jumped. It was Jesus that then got in Fernandinho's, in Fernandinho's way, who then knocks it into the net. So it was a goal made in uh, Manchester. Comes off his arm as well. They were all looking at each other, the Brazilian defence, <laughs> thinking, what on earth has happened here? Yeah. But Belgium, you know, we were included in the people that wrote them off going into this game. A lot of people wrote Martinez off as well, yep. especially after the Japan performance. Well, yes, they did get through, but yep. they struggled against Japan, who are a good side, but limited in, in lots of aspects. So yep. for them to go from that performance into this one, remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I think the way that Brazil set up, they, they're very heavily reliant on Neymar playing well for them to play well. And I think he only really understood... The, if he stays on his feet most of the time... Like, he had a bad game, didn't he? Oh, yeah. terrible game, terrible game. But, like, I think it, it actually clicked. I, I saw more of an urgency about him in this game, but it was just too little too late. It really was. Like, by the end of the game, he was he was firing on all, on all, on all cylinders. He was really going for it. He but, looked like a naughty schoolboy, though, didn't he? <laughs> when he got told off for, for, well, for diving, yeah, yeah. He, his face, just that look when you're at school and you've just been told <laughs> off by the teacher, he had it for at least five minutes after. Have you guys seen the Neymar Challenge that's doing the rounds? Online. Oh, that is so funny. Everyone's <laughs> just rolling about because no, of Neymar. So basically, if somebody, wherever you are, if somebody shouts out Neymar, you've got to just jump on the floor and like, oh, start so running yeah. around. Like, and there's, like, there's, there's, there's been like, videos of like big like people like, I don't know, training on a big football pitch, like tens of people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts yeah. Neymar, and they, they all get on the floor. All the kids absolutely it. brilliant. It's so good. I just wonder if you were like running down the street, how many people would get it? Neymar! It'd be like one person going, ah! That's enough. We, should, enough. we should test that out. We really should. I, um, 
I think it was a penalty on Neymar, though. I know. I but think it's, company. It's, it's the boy who cried wolf, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because absolutely. he fell over so many times. I think but... Jesus. I think that was a penalty, even though he, he knocks the ball through. I think it was uh, Vatongan's legs. He nutmegs him, mm. and then his second touch, he was kind of the ball was definitely going out, but he got taken out like, before, yeah. like he got taken out. So yeah, I don't know how VAR could have reviewed that and decided yeah. it wasn't a penalty. Exactly, it was strange. The Belgian goal, though, the second goal from Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, that's one of the goals of the World Cup. It's so accurate. No keeper in the world is saving that. And uh, he was kind of... I felt for De Bruyne this season because he was pipped to the post for most of the awards by Mo Salah, Mo Salah. at Liverpool, yeah. who yeah. had an amazing season. Yeah. But De Bruyne, was, De Bruyne was very consistent, though, and constantly, like putting in some of the most incredible assists yep. and it was unfortunate for him that whilst he had lots of triumphs with the club and as a team individually he wasn't recognised so much yep. but you know Salah went home early in this World Cup and finally De Bruyne stepped up to the plate in both knockout matches and proving that actually he may be a contender for something like the Ballon d'Or going into yeah. the end of the year yeah I think he's I, I think we all think he's just one of the best players on the planet right now definitely one of the best midfielders um He's like you say. His assists, the the vision that the boy has is just insane. He's great to watch. It's just when he just those passes just out to the right or left. He just can pinpoint a pass like no players don't have to break their stride. Um, and he's got an eye for goal as well, like we saw in the last game, like the World Cup. Ping. What a what a strike! I don't think you could hit that any cleaner. It was no. absolutely phenomenal. And then France fairly comfortable win against Uruguay quite a few interesting talking points for this game uh, first of all the error from Muslera I mean everyone every goalkeeper is trying to outdo themselves <laughs> or they're just trying to make Carrius feel much much better about yeah. himself too soon Sammy too soon sorry mate <laughs> there's but... so many Carrius jokes though every time something happens you yeah. just see it all over Twitter it's just Carrius Carrius it's a shame though for Poor a good guy. team like Uruguay for their fate to be sealed by something like that but I mean yeah. there was no deflection or anything I was just to understand how he makes that mistake in fairness to him the only thing that I could say to kind of help him out a little bit the ball does move at the last minute but just catch it <laughs> just it's, ca- it's it wasn't it error. was just it just catch it like why is he trying to parry it away and it doesn't make any sense like I know for all like young goalkeepers listening catch the ball when you can catch it <laughs> or parry it into like a, you know, a very safe space. It's not hard. Uh, France were, did what they needed to do. It was a lovely goal from Varane. Uh, towards the end, though, as well, I think most of the talking points came. Obviously, Muslera's error. Mbappe does that little flick, very unnecessary flick as well, um, and then instantly kind of gets a bit of a tap. Uh, I think it was Guzin, yeah. uh, who yeah. kind of, I mean, literally must have, like, brushed him and he went down yeah. as if he'd been hit by a rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Is that okay? Because a few people in the studio afterwards were kind of debating, like, well, he's showing some flair on the pitch. And then uh, mostly the defenders were going, like, no, <laughs> you don't, not you don't okay. do that. What do you think? I'm, I'm one of those people. I don't mind. But as long as you're not taking the absolute utter mickey out of someone, like, you know, there's no need to do it whatsoever. And you're doing it over and over again. There kind of was no need, though. There wasn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah it but was... it's not like... I've seen where there's there's a couple of times when I've seen players like you might be over by the corner flag and you're just you're just literally just showboating over and over and over again and you see a defender just come out of nowhere and just take them out like yeah. that I understand that but if you're playing in a game and you've got the ability to to do a flick or a trick if you're if you're leading in a game and you, there's no there's not much you know 
um, jeopardy to you doing that, I don't see what I don't see there being a problem. I don't think I think it's, I think it's a bit over I, the I, top. I want to see it. I want I want to see players doing that. I, I, that's what I like. A lot of the French team have got the flicks and tricks. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure it was. I don't think because they won it. I don't think it cost anything to do it, but it was it was slightly over the top. <laughs> and then Jimenez, I've never seen anything more mad than there was still about three four minutes left of normal time they're defending a free kick and the camera pans over to him he's in floods of tears he, he broke yeah, down was, head, head went, didn't he lost his head I just didn't understand what was going <laughs> his on his head was gone mate <laughs> absolutely gone and I understand like crying after the yeah. game I get that but yeah, it's emotion. You're riding high. It's your there country. Was about, what, there was a few minutes to go. You like. can't when when the game's still in play. You cannot. It's, it's just. I mean, you feel for him. They might still have won. You know, yeah, they could have still. Got, I mean, he could have could have got back into it. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it was nice though of Gary Neville to show some real compassion in that moment. Absolutely not. <laughs> and just call him embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> no sympathy on, from Gary. <laughs> All game, uh, Gary Neville was being quite harsh. Really. Uh, his his analysis on Muslera's error as well was was fairly cutting. What did he say? Just to say the least, just basically that it was awful. Yeah. He just didn't hold back at all. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. He's like your dad or something. Like that like, just goes like, no, son, that's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> well, let's have a look ahead to those semi-final games. Uh, and we'll start with France versus Belgium. Of yep. course, near neighbours. Yes. And oh, I, I cannot call this one because naturally my instinct would be to say France because that's what I've done all tournament and it seems to be uh, yeah. serving me well but Belgium are just so good I just do I'm, I'm not quite sure on the uh, the history of it but do Belgium and France have that same thing that like England and Scotland have or England and Wales have they got that same rivalry because obviously like you've got like a lot yeah. of French in Belgium yeah to a point mm. I don't think it's quite as, as toxic as, as, as top, a... <laughs> but it, they don't love each other right okay yeah so yeah this Although is interesting has they said... take the mick out of each other it's more yeah. I'd, I'd say like English and Irish okay so the French kind of often uh, kind right. of pick on the Belgians because like weird accents and stuff right, like okay. that okay, okay, Hazard okay. has said a few things though about how he he used to admire the French team you know the old 98 team and that well it was easy so. he's like he's, he's, he's idol isn't it yeah right. isn't it yeah so, so <laughs> interesting I used to I think though <laughs> I still have this weird feeling France are going to come through do you know what you've been flying the flag for France Viva la France from the very beginning Every hurdle, I've said, nah, France. They're, Argentina don't have too much for them. Nah, nah, France. They, they won't go through this round. We and said every Uruguay single, will We get said Uruguay them, as well. So, so I, I feel like I'd be a fool <laughs> <laughs> to not back France this time around, even though my heart says that Belgium are going to go all the way to the final now that they beat Brazil, because Brazil was the team that I was backing, and they knocked them out. So really and truly, I think Belgium are a better team. Um, but just because I've been done over by France over the last couple of rounds, I'm going to go with France. OK, well, I'll get a score from you in just a second. England v Croatia. This one we mentioned earlier. I just think that England have been playing... Your faces right now. I can't. I, I have no words to I'm try and work it out. I'm in turmoil. But it's, I think one thing we can all agree on, it's easily the hardest test we've come up against. Absolutely. 100%. I think England will go through. And I think we'll lose in the final. Ugh, I can't believe I just said that. That's, that's but at the start, of the, before the World Cup started, we would have taken that. We would have bitten yeah. everybody's hand off for that, right? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. So, 
But anything can happen in the final. But I, I, I think we'll beat Croatia. I think, I think England please, can beat, please. can beat Croatia. That's the thing. They've got the talent to do it, yeah. and they haven't played that well. I'm not gonna, say, I'm not gonna say Croatia. The thing about, Cro- the thing about Croatia is like, yes, they've had a good tournament, but. You know, this isn't a team that flew through qualifying. They had to take the playoffs. They changed their managers just before the tournament. True. Like, there is... But you look at some of the talent that they have in their squad. You've got, obviously, you know, Modric, Rakitic, Mandzukic. Yep. You know, there's a, there's a yep. lot of quality. And that's what everyone keeps saying. But we've got Harry Kane. True. Oh, there we go. It's very, very true. Well, one little stat here. Number of players by clubs still at the World Cup. Uh, you know, Liverpool, Barcelona, PSG all got four. Man United have seven players left at the World Cup. Spurs have nine. Wow. Spurs have the most wow. amount of players wow. uh, still at the World <laughs> Cup. I did quite like um, Jack Whitehall's tweet who said, um, I have a horrible feeling that Spurs might be about to finally win something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Brilliant. Right, let's get Brilliant. some predictions now from Michael uh, ahead of the semi-finals. Just to say that Alex, uh, in the last podcast, uh, we got his predictions. And he's climbed up to second in the leaderboard. Respectable from Alex. Uh, He predicted France 2, Uruguay 0. So he got a perfect score for that one. He went for a Brazil win, so he didn't get a point there. Uh, And he did think that England were going to beat Sweden. He got the amount of goals, the margin correct. He said 3-1, but not 2-0. So he doesn't get a perfect score on that. But very respectable score from Alex. Let's hear from Michael now uh, and see what he thinks ahead of the two semi-finals. Michael, how's it going? All right, man. How are you? Have you enjoyed this World Cup? This World Cup has been possibly the greatest in my lifetime. I cannot remember a better one. Not even close. No, it's just because it's coming home. I was I was going to go into this whole story about how it was great how underdogs have been performing in this World Cup and everything. It's just that it's coming home. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the only thing that's keeping me going throughout this tournament. It's the long-awaited arrival of football arriving home that's just made this World Cup so special. Well, that and the Southgate memes, obviously. Southgate memes have kind of been my my motivator throughout the last stages of this tournament where there hasn't been football like every day. You know, you got used to it. It was like three games a day and you're like, this is the best thing ever. And then it kind of dries up a little bit. I'm surprised you're not in your waistcoat though. <laughs> I couldn't get hold of one. They're all sold out at m <laughs> No one thought that blue waistcoats would be the thing that would sell out from this World Cup. Okay, so I've been getting predictions from kind of all the KISS presenters throughout the World Cup. You're at a bit of a disadvantage, though, because they've all had three games to predict, and yeah, therefore this... we've been scoring it on a league table. You're at an instant disadvantage because there's only two games left. I think the only fair thing that we can do at this point is to give me two cracks at one, right, okay. one prediction. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So that, so that I've got to kind of get out of jail free card. Yeah, in fair case enough. I'm wildly wrong, which uh, might be the case. That makes sense. Okay, so we'll start not with England. It's France versus Belgium. Bit of a local rivalry there. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's a, it's a derby. It's a derby. Yeah. It's the Rhine derby <laughs> uh, between France and Belgium. Who's going to win and what's the score going to be? I think that France have kind of effortlessly got to this stage of the World Cup. Yeah, Belgium have just been, they've had a kind of couple of games where they've needed to dig deep. They've needed to bring on their big head, Adonis uh, Fellaini, to just try and save things towards the end of games. Um, I think France will win this one. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, but I think France have just got too much up front and it'll be 2-1. Okay, 2-1 to France in that. And then 
the big one on Wednesday night. I still can't believe I'm saying these words. Say them, say them, Sammy. England v Croatia in the semi-final in Moscow on Wednesday. What's the score going to be? And how's it going to go? I think that Croatia have a much better midfield than we have. I don't think too many people could argue with that. I think at the ends of the pitch, though, in defence and in attack, we're infinitely better than they are. <laughs> See, I'm getting, my voice is getting all croaky because I'm just like, I don't want to do this prediction. But I think that um, Croatia, having gone to extra time and penalties in their quarterfinal game, will will kind of start to show in the second half yep. of the England game. And I think that England's route, it turned out to be, it was weird the way it was. It was just a routine 2-0 win against Sweden. We're all sitting here sweating and oh my God, what's going to happen? Turned out it was just the simplest 2-0 that there's ever been. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I might be overplaying that a little bit. But I am going to say, obviously we've already discussed the football's coming home. So I'm going to say that England are going to win that 2-0 again. 2-0 again. And we are going to be in the World Cup final in Moscow later this week and it's just going to be too much. I can't, I can't, Sammy. I can't deal with it either. It's too much. Okay, here's your wild card. You're allowed another prediction on one of the games. (laughs) What are you going to go for? Do you know what? I might even go for based on those predictions who would win the third place game okay is that is that a yeah, get out that's a get out okay alright I think that in the third place game uh, Belgium will beat Croatia okay one nil one nil a Fellaini header in the 93rd minute is going to decide it come and, on Fellaini and absolutely nobody will be watching it no not at all even if England are there <laughs> I'm not watching it if this is the third place player. It would be too painful for you, is that exactly. what it would be? I'm going to make other plans, any any plans <laughs> other than watching the third place playoff. Michael, let's see if you can get to the top of the KISS leaderboard. Freddie needs knocking off his perch. Oh, he's not going to shut up about it. Like England won't if we actually get to the World <laughs> Cup final. So big up to everyone. Freddie, England, everyone. Nice one, Sammy. Michael, it's coming home. It's coming home, Sammy! Kiss squad goals, Sammy, Ricks and Jojo here. Uh, and just quickly before we finish, we've heard Michael's predictions. Yep. I'm going to get some scores from you now. France versus Belgium, Ricks, what are oh, we going for? Man, this is a really hard game to call. I, my heart says Belgium are going to win, but I feel like an idiot not back in France because they just keep surprising everybody. I'm going to say it's going to be 1-1. After full time, it will go to. I'm going to say it's going to go to penalties, and Belgium going to go from penalties. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he's changed his mind. <laughs> okay, Jojo, France versus Belgium. I I'm going to go with Belgium to win two one. Belgium to win two one. I'm going to go the same as you, Ricks, and I think it's going to go to penalties after a two two. Okay. I think it's going to be a classic. Yeah, that sounds good. And then France to win all the way. I can't. I can't <laughs> you backed them since the beginning. Yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't change my mind now. <laughs> You've got, you have to go all the way. Okay. What, what if it's what if it's France and England I in the know, final? Okay, Are you well, backing France? No, no, no. The, the allegiances will change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, England v Croatia. Um, I still can't believe I'm saying it. I still can't believe I'm saying it in the semi-finals in Moscow on Wednesday. Scores. We're all going to say England because we want England to win. <laughs> 2 1 England. Okay, normal time. Normal time, I'm saying. I, I genuinely think it's going to be one of those really tense matches. It's, it's going, going to go really through tense. to extra time and maybe someone will win it. But <laughs> England will win. 
<laughs> Raheem Sterling gets the first goal. Harry Kane gets the second in the 89th minute. Oh, got goal and then we hang on like absolute lunatics for the last the last chapter of the game. I don't think we're a hanging on type of team, mm, though. We're gonna That's hang on. the only thing. I think something magic's going to happen. I think Croatia's going to take the lead and we're going to come back and win it 2-1. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's what I'm saying. I actually think, which would be un. Believable. It'd be awesome. Look, it awesome. feels It'd written in the star. It feels written in the stars. There feels like something about this tournament. I cannot put my finger on it. Where are we watching it on Wednesday? I haven't decided yet. I'm not quite sure. I don't. I, I don't know. Basically, I don't want to watch it by myself in my house because whenever I do that, we lose. <laughs> and all this World Cup, I've watched England games with other other people in public settings and it's been all right so yeah. i've got to kind of continue that theme i think they can pick you up if, yeah. if needed yeah you've got the problem on for wednesday i haven't have you? a big oh, problem justin timberlake so we are praying for no extra time <laughs> because i've made a plan there is a plan in place if he if justin comes on at nine o'clock then we're happy because match starts at seven yeah. should finish around nine Happy days. Yeah. If it goes on, I mean, I'll be at the, I'll be watching it at the <laughs> arena. So, I mean, Justin's gonna have to wait, isn't he? I mean, if he doesn't know that the football's on, then then he, he needs to do his watch, research. You'll be watching the England game extra time while he's doing sexy back or something. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'd like to think that Justin is savvy enough to to wait. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We fingers, will see. Fingers crossed. All I know is I've watched it in a very different place with different people for every single match so far, and it's worked a treat. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with that and not watch it anywhere uh, I've watched it before. So uh, we will be back on Thursday looking back at that semi-final and looking forward to the World Cup final and the third place playoff that no one cares about. <laughs> no one cares. Even if England no are in it. Cares. I ain't going to be watching it. <laughs> so um, thank you for listening today. Make sure you go uh, rate and also make sure you subscribe to the podcast so the next one will drop onto your phone. Uh, to Ricky, thank you very much. Thanks, bro. Jojo, thank you very much. Yes. See you fun. soon. We've been Kiss Squad Goals. Squad Goals from Kiss FM UK. Kiss.